Living on that Italian leather Them convict jeans on You ready? Yeah. Hey, ooh, hey, ooh, hey ooh. We are back We are back We are getting dug back Coming at you live From the babe capital of the world The greatest city on the planet The beautiful Madison, Mississippi A.K.A. Bricks. Welcome to Son of a Pitch I'm the host you love the most, the one and only who hasn't have who hasn't had a Gatorade since Dan Mullen went to Florida, Stanford Reed Parks, aka Slump, because I always strike out with the babes. And guys and babes, what an incredible weekend. What an unreal weekend. So many crazy stories that happen off the field. So many crazy stories that happen on the field. And honestly. I don't want to waste y'all's time, so let's hop right into it. Let's go to the leadoff hitter featuring your boy right now. Let's go to it. So Saturday, let's go to it. Saturday night. Saturday night. I was just about to go to the bar, right? I'm talking about just about to go to the bar. Me and a couple boys, we were pre-gaming. And then out of nowhere, a bay walks in. I'm talking about a crazy bay walks in. <laughs> a very like the think about the craziest baby you've ever met. Okay, well this one is twenty times crazier than her. And I know what you're thinking. Well, there's no way because this baby I'm thinking about is really crazy. Trust me, I'm right about this. Okay, and she comes in the apartment. We were jamming, you know, getting our hype up, getting ready to go to the bar. I was looking spectacular, as per usual. I was rocking my Brent Rooker jersey. And, you know, babes love me in my Brent Rooker jersey. They just do. They always have and always will. But anyway, the crazy babe walks in. Here's, here, we're bumping some rap music. She comes in, comes in hearing us just chilling and killing it. And all of a sudden, I'm, hey, let me back up. We have no clue who this girl is. Zero clue who this girl is. She comes in and just starts grind, just starts dancing and dancing up on me. And dancing up on me. I'm talking about booty shaking in my face. I'm just saying like, whoa. I ain't even at the bar yet and I'm getting this lucky. Like, holy cow. And, of course, I, I was rocking some beads. You know, like Mardi Gras beads. You know, hey, oh, show me what you working with kind of beads. Anyways, she gets dancing. She comes up to me. I go, hey, what you going to do with these? What you want to do? She asked me for some beads. I go, hey, let me see. Let me see what you working with for some of these. Next thing you know, she shows me her boobs. She shows me her boobs. So, hey, shout out to everyone who took my over this weekend, over 1.5 bases, because according to Vegas, this counts, this hits. So, everyone who took my over, you're the real winners this weekend. The big winners this weekend. Y'all took my over. Y'all went, because, hey, your boy saw some boobs before the bar. Before the bar. Which is nuts to think about. And, and I know you're thinking, the booze probably weren't that great. And honestly, nah, but let's let's back it up. Boobs are boobs, guys. Let's don't forget that. Boobs are boobs. Boobs are boobs. And honestly, unexpected boobs are the best boobs of all. The best boobs of all. So I'm going to the bar with heck of confidence because so I saw boobs before I even went to the bar before I went to the Benjamin the Ben 612 
So shout out to everybody who took my over. If you took me to see boobs before the bar at plus 3,500, you had a big payout. Shout out to you. Your boy counts as getting lucky. And honestly, I even had a potential missus. A potential missus. Confess she's in love with me. Molly, babe, she basically said it in a nutshell. I mean, she didn't really say it, but she pretty much did. So shout out to that. Your boy got lucky. Shout out to everybody who picked me to do it. Awesome. All right, time to move on. Move on to the next segment we got today. We got, we're moving on first to take a lap. Who's going to be taking a lap today? Let's find out right now. Well, guys and babes, I actually, the one and only Stanford Reed Parks will be taking a lap, a big fat lap for my absence in Friday's game versus Southern Miss. I had no excuse for being there. No excuse. And guys, I am so sorry. I apologize to not only the team, but all of Bulldog Nation, the whole organization. Because I just, because I call this the perfect season for not being there. That's 106% on me. Ethan Small threw a gem, and we lost because I was not there. We lost because I was not there. So I, Stanford Reed Parks, will be taking a fat lap for that. I'm on it. I'm taking it. I'm doing my punishment, which I did. And also for that punishment, speaking of which, I asked everybody, I went via Twitter and asked everybody what my punishment should be for not being at that game. And they responded that I had to wear my underpants, my underwear, my boxers over my pants, and I had to drink strawberries at the game instead of my regular yingdings. Well, they were out of strawberries at the gas station went. So I bought some, some uh, I think, limeritas, whatever they're called. Drank those. They were terrible, miserable. And I went wearing my underpants. Oh, and I wear my boxers over my pants, my underpants over my pants. And what happens? What happens after that? Of course, I go to the next two games and Bulldogs win. Bulldogs take two of three from Southern Miss, getting revenge from last year. Can't help but think. I honestly can't help but think that I literally am the am a huge difference maker. I, I know you're thinking, oh shut up, Stanford, shut up. But let's back it up to last year real quick. Let's back it up a season. What was my first game I attended last season? Y'all wanna know? Yep. It was the Ole Miss series at home. The Ole Miss series. A.K.A. the series that turned around the whole freaking season. The game, the series that freaking got us on a roll, that got us into a regional, that got us bumping to Omaha. Yeah, I am that difference maker. I really am. I 106% am. The The more games I miss, the better chance we had to lose. So I try not to miss games. Because obviously, I have an effect. Also, we got a couple babes that gotta take a lot. We got a couple babes. Bailey babe. Bailey babe. I don't think you're listening, but if you are, listen to this, y'all. Mid game on Saturday. Mid game, we were in the field, and she goes, This is the question she asked. She goes, Which one is Jake Mangum? 
serious? I know babes don't have a high sports IQ, but I do not know which position Jake Mangum plays. He's only the mayor of Starville. He's only the alpha and the omega. So Bailey Babe, take a freaking lap for not knowing that young Jacob plays center field. And then another babe, Molly Babe, potential missus. She comes in hot and says, oh, you know, what's the count? You know the game I play. She goes, what does the count mean? <laughs> darling, darling, you got to get your baseball IQ up. Not knowing what the count is. Not knowing what the count. That's a lot for you. A lot for Bailey. And of course, I've taken my lap also and did my punishment, which calls the Bulldogs to win. Excuse me, I just hit the old Julie Turner because if you don't jewel, you ain't cool. But hey, let's move on to our next segment. Let's keep on moving. Let's go to, let's go, let's move on to Dude Talk. The best things I saw from the dude this weekend. And let's start with, of course, Ethan Small. I told y'all last weekend, I told y'all last weekend that I'm swinging at him being the SEC Pitcher of the Year. And what does he do to back it up? What does he do? He just throws like a he throws one hit in what like seven innings, six seven innings, and has like thirteen Ks. Holy cow! This kid is killing it. My dude is killing it. I hope you're all taking him to be SEC Pitcher of the Year because not only does he have twenty four Ks, but he has zero walks to go with that. Zero walks along with a point one oh three. Opponent batting average. Ethan Small, keep killing it, my man. Keep on killing it because I love what I'm seeing. Hey, I know we're thinking, hey, Dustin Skelton, couple bombs on Saturday's game. You got to love seeing that. You got to love seeing that. But what I also loved, the dogs had zero errors. Zero errors the whole weekend. We are now leading the SEC Leading the SEC in fielding percentage at .989. And guys, defense wins championships. Defense wins championships. And we're playing lights out in the field. And I love seeing that early. I love seeing that early. You got to. You absolutely got to. But also what I loved, Saturday's game. A story that nobody's going to say anything about. Our guy, Marshall Gilbert, getting his first start of the year. At DH, getting the first start of his year, of this year, at DH. And what does he do? He gets two big hits. Two big hits at DH, which I love seeing. He he needs to get more ABs. He, I mean, that DH spot is still up for grabs. Still up for grabs to get. And honestly, he needs another shot. I, I really do think that. He deserves it. He got two hits. So give him another shot at the DH role. Why not? Also, I want to give a quick shout-out. Quick shout-out to Tubby because he's been all over Tanner Allen all year. And Tanner Allen once again delivers with a big walk-off double on Sunday to give us the series-clinching win over Southern. Tanner Allen off to a tremendous start, doing everything he can at the plate. And honestly, Tubby, you have been all over it. Tubby, a.k.a. Slobberbucket, Hillman, uh, I believe he was texting, I think, Nelson, Nelson Parker. Everything they text me, 
has been spot on thus far. They've been spot on about it. Also, hey, also at the dude, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, old Landon Taylor. Landon Taylor, you gave me some great food this week. Some jalapeno something. And that was delicious. Loved every second of that. Babes, babes, y'all know y'all are looking good. I'm always checking y'all out. I wear sunglasses for a reason, so y'all don't know I'm staring at y'all. Y'all did great. Y'all did great. All right, all right, all right. Time to move on. New segment here. The Virgin of the Week. The biggest, aka the biggest loser of the week. And honestly, is it any other than Matt Walner of Southern Mitch? It's gotta be. Of course, y'all all know this man came on came on an interview two weekends ago, and he he was uh he was asked about the upcoming weekend series against Mississippi State. He goes, "Oh uh, yeah, I think they went to like Omaha or something like that, or and I'm pretty sure we swept them." Blah blah blah. <laughs> you know what this did? You know what this clown did to back it up? Oh, just a over ten with four Ks. <laughs> This guy is a clown. He has to be a virgin. He's got to be a virgin. I guarantee this kid is getting made fun of. He's now, I know he's protected his Twitter. And also, time out. Shout out to Chip Storm and company. All, all the guys in right field for giving this guy absolute mania. Absolute hail when he played in right field on Friday when, he, uh, when I wasn't there. I know y'all gave it to him. And apparently, apparently he begged, Coach, please don't put me back out in right field. Please don't do it. Please just let me DH because I don't want any more of that. I don't know if it's true or not, but hey, I'm definitely going to believe it after seeing that performance. And also his Twitter is now protected after it wasn't. Oh, my goodness. Matt Walner, I don't know if you're a virgin or not, but your show is Ugly. You one of the ugliest dudes I've ever seen. You're from Minnesota. Nobody likes northern guys like that. You is ugly. If if you're not a virgin, you're definitely you know how people people be like, alright, who's the who's the ugliest girl you're hooked up with? I'm sure babes. I'm sure babes do. Who's the ugliest dude you've ever hooked up with? Who's the one you've most you're most embarrassed of? Matt Walner, I guarantee if you've ever hooked up with a girl, which I don't know if you have or not, I doubt it you have, but if you have you're definitely the one they say, oh, he's definitely the most embarrassing one I've ever hooked up with. And there is zero doubt about that in my mind. So Matt Walner of Southern Miss, you are definitely this week's Virgin of the Week, my friend. All right, moving on. Next segment here. We got to go. We got to talk about what's... What's the best story of the SEC this year? We're moving on to the Hit King. The battle between Bangum Bangum and Antoine Duplant the Seed in you. And I'll tell you what, Duplant the Seed on you is catching on up to Bangum Bangum. Duplant the Seed's now at 12 hits on the year. He has 12 through the first two weekends. Bangum Bangum at 9, bringing the total to Mangum has 284. And Duplantis at 280. And they're catching, you know, Mr. Furnace at 352. They're getting closer and closer. But hey, 
this is going to be a one heck of a race. One heck of a race. But I tell you what, my boy Jake, my boy Jake, Bangle Mangums, his new little gal he has. Ooh, she's smoking hot. Boy, oh boy, she's good looking. Hey, there's no telling. I don't know Duplantis. I don't know my boy Antoine. If anybody knows Antoine, please tag him in this. I want him hearing this. I want to know his feedback. I want to know all the high babes he's getting with. Because he's got to get with any girl he wants to at LSU. Because he's going to become the LSU's all-time hit leader at the end of his career. At the end of the season. But honestly, I'm still betting on my boy Jake. I'm still betting on him to become the SEC's all-time hit leader him and it'll be, him and Duplantis are gonna be one two, but I think he's gonna outdo him. Jake Jake's killing it right, or he's batting above three hundred right now. He's not even. He's, I don't even say he's hot. I don't even say he's hot at the plate that, yet. He's not even hot yet. It's February. He's not even hot yet. So it's gonna be a great race. Duplantis catching up, catching up. He has two hundred and eighty hits. Jake at two eighty. They're catching Furnace at three fifty two. It's gonna be great. All right, all right, let's keep on moving, guys. Let's keep on moving. Next segment I got for us, let's go on to one of the best segments we have, Dinger City. Who's hitting the dingers on the field? And, of course, most importantly, who's hitting the dingers off the field? Let's start with on the field, though, where we have, hey, what about our guy Dustin Skelton? Our boy D. Skelt with two D-bombs. With a couple scalp bombs on Saturday. Two scalp bombs. Put it on the board. Yes, a couple scalp bombs. I, if anybody would have told me he would have two dingers against Southern Miss in one game, I would have told you, you are a buffoon. But hey, shout out to my boy Skelton. Shout out to my boy D. Skelt having two dingers this past Saturday. But hey, the leader still to this day, the leader, the SEC leader in home runs. It's Thomas Dillard. He's now at four. What did I tell y'all last weekend? What did I tell y'all? Last week, I said, Skel- uh, not Skelton, Thomas Dillard would lead on this in every single category, four big categories. <laughs> He's all to one heck of a start. We'll get to that later on, later on in the show. I got another segment where I'm going to talk more about Dillard, but he's at the top of the SEC with some other guy, I believe, but he has four dingers. For Ole Miss, and he's leading the SEC. But shout out to Skelton, two bombs on Saturday. That was awesome. None of us expected it. Keep it up, big dog. Okay, let's go on to who hit the dingers off the field. And huge, ginormous shout out to my boy, to the my main guy, Mr. Kilo, who had who went two for three this weekend. He first had a. He, hey, listen to this. Listen to this. He had a dinger from the right side, right? He he watched a lot of game film. He had previous previous success versus this pitcher. He, and she threw him a pitch. She threw him a pitch that he knew was coming. He, right in his wheelhouse, right in his hot zone. High, high, high and in. And he turned, he burned, he elevated, he celebrated, and he put that ball about 380 feet. Over, right near the lofts in left field. Shout out to my boy Kilo. But you know what he did after that? He went. He he's never done this before. He went to the left side. He switched it, 
and he got another AB off the same arm. And then boom, from the left side, he went oppo freaking taco dinger to left from the left side off the foul pole. Shout out to my boy Keela. And y'all listen, listen to this. His home run had more impact than you think. These his, these these two dingers caused three Southern Miss players to have one hit combined between the three of them all weekend. All weekend. I'm not going to tell you how, but promise me. I promise y'all. His impact was huge. And not only that, his two dingers this weekend also was the reason for a walk-off hit. So, babes, dudes, next time you see my boy Kilo at the bar, you be sure to shake his hand and buy him a drink. Buy him a drink or two. And shoot, while you're at it, buy me a drink also. Might as well buy me a drink because, you know, I'm the host you love the most. So, buy us both a drink because we both honestly really, really, really deserve it. All right, next segment we have for you today, a new segment, a new segment I like to call Full Count Facts. I'm going to read you three facts you probably didn't know. Let's get right to it. All right, let's start with the dogs. Six and one start. This is their best start since 2015. 2015. Isn't that absolutely wild? Considering the fact 2015 is the year we didn't even make a regional. And then in 2016, 2017, and 2018, the past three years, we've all we've made we've made a super regional the past three years with three different coaches. Isn't that absolutely bonkers that Jake Mangum has had three coaches in his first three years? Now four coaches in his four years. Nuts. So that's fact number one. Dogs six and one, their best start since 2015, and that was the year we did make a super regional. Kind of scary, but don't don't worry, guys. We're dogs are winning natty this year. I promise you, promise you that. Next fact: T Sun four and two start to the season. This is their worst start, worst start to a season since 2015, the same year as Mississippi State. Which is honestly, T Sun fans. You have to be worried. I, I know Dillard's killing it. I know Ryan Olenek's killing it. But y'all are an April team. Y'all always shine in April. And to think this is y'all's worst start since 2015. Weesh. Oh, wee. A lot of red flags I'd be throwing if I was a rebel. A lot of red flags if I, I'd be throwing if I was a rebel. Last fact I'm going to throw at you. Tennessee is now... 7-0, 7-0, which is bonkers. I've never seen Tennessee this good. Actually, they haven't been this good since 2014 where they started off 12-0. Tennessee started off 12-0 in 2014. And guess what? Guess what? They still didn't make a regional that year. Will they make a regional this year? Hmm. Who knows? Who knows? We'll get to that later on in the show. But yes, Dogs, 6-1 and one start. Their best start since 2015. T-Sun, 4-2 start. Their worst start since 2015. And Tennessee, a 7-0 start. Their best start since 2014, where they started off 12-0. All right. 
Let's keep on moving on, babes and dudes. Let's keep on moving on. Next segment I have for y'all today, we have ball four. We'll have y'all four bold bets. Let's start with, I got updated odds on who's going to lead the dogs in average. Let's take a little sneak peek. We got Jake Mangum. He's at plus 130. He's batting 310 on the year. He's in he's in first according to the odds of Vegas. We got Westberg at plus 190. He's batting 360, leading the way for the dogs this year. Tanner Allen's at plus 245, batting 357. McNamee at plus 400, batting 269. Skelton at plus 610, batting 348. Foscue plus 635, batting 286. Rowdy plus 710, batting batting a sophomore slump thus far at 154. Look, y'all, at the beginning of the year, I said Rowdy was the pick. And honestly, it's too early not it's too early to get away from that pick. We're only two weeks in. Rowdy got hot about mid he got hot mid like middle of the season. I'm not I'm not backing away from my pick yet. I'm still taking Rowdy at plus seven ten to lead the dogs in average. I'm still taking it. I'm still taking it. And honestly, Rowdy's just a heck of a name. It's the name I'm naming. He's the Rowdy is the name of my future kid. Hey, Rowdy Reed Parks. Honestly, it's a great name. He's gonna be my son's gonna be have the buffest swag ever. He's gonna get all the babes. Probably lose his virginity at the age of like nine and born with a six pack. Let's be realistic. Come on. All right, let's move on to dingers. Who's gonna lead the dogs in dingers this year? We got out. We got Tanner Allen plus two hundred. He has two on the year. McNamee plus 250. He's got one. Westy plus 310. He's got zero. Foscu at plus 405 with two. Skelton at plus 535 with two. Mangum at plus 600 with zero. And Gunnar Halter at plus 815 with zero. And look, I'm still sticking with my pick. My Juco guy, Gunnar Halter. I'm not backing away yet. I'm not backing away. Let's don't forget. Let's don't forget that Josh Hatch, Josh Hatcher, last year had like three dingers through the first two weekends. Let's don't forget that. Josh Hatcher's a great dude, great baseball player, but he ended up losing play in time. He had a great start, then he kind of cooled off once everything got going. Give Gunnar Halter some time. He's a JUCO guy. He's used to playing in front of crowds of like forty. He's now playing in front of crowds of like eight thousand every weekend. Gives him some time. It's going to happen. Trust me. All right. Now let's go to RBIs where we got Tanner Allen's the favorite at plus 120. He's got a huge advantage right now. He already has 17. McNamee's at plus 205. He has eight. Westy at plus 335 with four. Mangum at plus 460 with five. And any other dog is at plus 700. Once again, I think it's too early to back away from my picks. I'm taking Big Dick Mac. Big Dick Mac, I think he still has a heck of a season coming his way. I'm still taking him at plus 205. I think that's the great pick. Now, I got, I got some of my boys' picks here. Let me sit, tell you what they have. They each put 100 on it. They each got $100. Could, could be big payouts for my guys if they actually win. My boy Volk. He's got Mangum leading the way in average at plus 130. West Westbury leading the way in Dingers at plus 310. And Tanner Allen and RBI's at plus 120. And then we got my boy Wooten. He's got Mangum in average as well at plus 130. He's got 
Listen to this. He's got Foscue at plus 405 to lead the way. Then also he has Tanner Allen at plus 120. Then my boy Salty Mike got the same picks as Wooten. He's got Mangum, Foscue, and Allen in the categories. I got my boy A-Rab. He's got Mangum and Average at plus 130. Then he's got Tanner Allen and Dingers plus 200. Then Tanner, Ang- Tanner Allen and RBIs at plus 120. Then, of course, my boy Storm. He's got Westberg, Westberg, Westberg. He's got Westy sweeping the categories. And my boy Tubby, a.k.a. Slobber, Buck- he- Slobber Bucket. He's got Tanner Allen leading the way. He's a... Hey, Tubby has been right a lot so far this year, and I give him a big shout-out thus far. I give him a huge shout-out because he's been spot-on. He knows a lot about baseball, a lot about baseball, more than most people more than most people think. And he's got Tanner Allen sleeping the, uh, sweeping, the, sweeping all categories. He sure does. And now for my last bet, my last bet, this, we got – my my total yaks on the baseball season, my total throw-ups on the year is over under 6.5. 6.5. The reason I say this is because this past Wednesday, this past Wednesday when the dogs played UAB in baseball, I decided to buy a double bottle of red wine, drinking it, going to have a casual, you know, casual couple of glasses as I watch the dogs take care of business. And as we all know, it turned into a stressful game. And after that, there was a stressful basketball game against Georgia. And, well, I ended up drinking wine by myself and ended up yakking. So that was the first yak of the year. And the over-under is at 6.5. The over is actually at minus 180. And the under is at plus 150. Take the under. I'm not going to yak uh, six more times. It's not going to happen. Take the under. It's a lot. Trust me. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to yak that much more. Trust me, guys. I got y'all. Let's keep on moving, babes and dudes. Let's keep on moving. Next segment we have for you today. We got swing or no swing, which of course means I'm going to read you a statement, and if I swing at it, it means it will happen. If I don't swing. It means it definitely won't happen. Take that to the dumpster fire. So let's, let's go. Let's go to the first. Let's go to the first statement. First statement I have for y'all today is Florida will be a national seed heading into regionals. That which of course means Florida will be a top eight seed heading into regionals. And y'all, I am not swinging at this for the first time in a while and a couple years. Years. I'm guessing. I am not swinging at this. I do not think they will be a national seed. Look, they lost two midweek games this this week, this past week. They lost two midweek games to South Florida and North Florida. Yeah, they may host, but I'm not saying they're going to be a top eight seed. So don't swing at that. Do not swing at Florida being a uh, national seed. Next we have up. Bandy will win the SEC regular season. I am fully swinging at this. I'm getting a huge leg kick, and I am swinging at this. Let me tell you why. Why? Let me tell you why I think they have the best chance. First off, Donnie Everett, he passed away his freshman year. He played baseball for him. He passed away drowning. Rest in peace, my man. That's I know that's just a terrible thing to go through. 
Ah, that just, oh my gosh. That always just gives me chill bumps, makes me super sad. I know these players are going to be playing for him. I know they are. I know they are. And they're returning so much. They have so much return this year. They have JJ. They got Olsen Martin, Philip Clark, DeMarco, Stephen Scott, Ethan Paul, Infante. And then pitching scat, they have Patrick Raby, Fellows, and Hickman. You combine that and listen to this. Listen to who they don't play in the SEC this year. They avoid three of the four longest dicks of the West. They four three of the long dicks of the West. They don't play Mississippi State, Ole Miss, or LSU. Are you kidding me? That's three teams that are probably going to host regionals this year. And they don't have to play them this year, which is why I'm telling you to swing at Vandy winning the SEC regular season because they got that they got a really easy route. They really do. All right, next I got for you. Tennessee will not make a regional. Hmm. Look, don't swing at that either. I'm telling you, this is the year that Tennessee does make a regional. They will make a regional. Rocky Top Tennessee. All right, look, they're 7-0. And in five of those seven wins, five of them are shutouts. Shutouts! That... That's mind blowing. I don't care if you're. Pl- I know they haven't played too many good teams. They haven't played that many good teams. But I don't care if you're playing Chattanooga Community College of Alaska. That's impressive, regardless of who you're playing. Five shoutouts and seven wins. That's impressive. Extremely impressive. So we are not swinging at Tennessee not making a regional. Next, we got for you. Thomas Dillard will become the. SEC Player of the Year. Look, Mississippi State fans, I hate to tell you this, but I'm swinging at this. I am swinging, swinging at this. My man, my man Thomas Hill is already, already batting 522 with 15 RBIs and four dongs this year, which is incredible. And not to mention, not to mention, he he's, he wears the GOAT number. Number six. Let's think about all the goats. Michael Jordan, how many rings does he have? Six. Tom Brady, how many rings does he have? Six. Nick Saban, how many, how many rings does he have in Bama? Six. LeBron James, what was the uh, what number did he rock when he won his first ring? Six. Stanford Reed Parks, what number did he rock in high school? Six. So we're swinging at Thomas Dillard becoming the SEC Player of the Year. I really think he does. I think he's, I think he's going to have a Brent Rooker type of year this year. Batting from the left side, he's got power. He can do it all. Trust me. I Believe me on that. All right. My last one I have for you all at Swing on Road Swing. JT Ginn will be the SEC Freshman of the Year. And look, I'm swinging again at this. I, you got to. There's no reason not to swing at, the, at this. He's already 2-0 and on the mound. He's got 16 strikeouts to two walks. And the opponent batting average is .098. So why wouldn't you swing at that? He's already off to a killer year. And honestly, I think he's just going to get better. I think he's going to get better when the weather gets hotter. So you have to swing at that. You have to. So, all right, so let's, let's, let's recap real quick. Let's recap. We have Flora will be a national seed. We're not swinging at that. We don't think that. We have Vandy will win the SEC. We're swinging. 
We have Tennessee won't make it to a regional. We're not swinging at that. We think they will. We have Diller will become the SEC Player of the Year. We're swinging at that. And then we have Ginn will be the SEC Freshman of the Year. We're also swinging at that. All right, next segment we have for y'all today. Let's keep on moving. Only got a couple more for y'all today. I promise you I'm almost done. Just a couple more segments. Let's move on to Strikeout King. Who's striking out on the field? Who's striking out off the field? Which is embarrassing, of course. Let's first start with on the field. And then Ethan Small. My boy Ethan. I told y'all. I told y'all last week that he's going to be the SEC Pitcher of the Year. What does he do to back it up? What does he do? He gives up just one hit. One hit, an infield little dribbler in seven innings, I think. I think it was seven innings. He's now up to 24 Ks on the year. He has 24 strikeouts on the mound, which is leading the SEC. Leading the SEC. You hear that, Michael Volk? Leading the SEC. And more, hey, you know what I love more than his 24 Ks? He has zero walks. Zero. Zero walks. Which is awesome through his first two starts. And opponents are batting .103 off him. Ethan Small, keep killing it, my man. You are lights out thus far. Keep it up. <laughs> now let's see who's, who's the strikeout king of the week. Who struck out the most off the field. And we got to go to my buddy... My T-Sun friend, my Rebel, my Black Bear, my Landshark, whatever you want, whatever y'all are called these days. My man, Walker Laughlin. Let's see what he did this week. Okay, so listen to this. He was dancing with this babe, having a good time. They're chatting up, like literally chatting up. Like you would think this ball was on a tee for him. She came up dancing with him, having a good time, like... I'm telling you, you would think if it was there were live bets out there, you would pound it right then. And then all of a sudden, he turned around to talk to one of his buddies, and next thing you know, she's gone. She's gone. He gets no name, no number. She's gone like a ghost, which some babes like to do, and which is why Walker Laughlin, my man, you are this week's strike out king. All right, next segment we have for y'all today, my babes and dudes, my babes and dudes. We have the scoreboard, and we're going to recap what I predicted last weekend. We're also going to give you predictions for this upcoming weekend. Let's see what I have. Let's first start with what happened last weekend. I said South Carolina would sweep Utah Valley, and they did, so I'm one for one there. I said... Kentucky played Texas Tech. I said Texas Tech would take two of three. Texas Tech ended up actually sweeping them. So, didn't actually get that. But, you know, we're close enough. We got the series right. So, eh, we're not bad there. And then I said Indiana and played Tennessee. I said Indiana was actually going to take two of three. The only series winner I missed, Tennessee ended up sweeping them. I went Indiana because, you know, Lamonis came from there. And I'm a little biased towards Lamonis because I love him. He's our new commander-in-chief. So I missed that. Hey, Tennessee. Tennessee. Five shutouts. 
They have five shutouts with their first seven wins at 7-0. and All right, keep on moving. I said Georgia would sweep. Who did they play? I said Georgia would sweep UMass Lovell. Lowell. They swept them. Georgia's going to Omaha. Y'all don't forget that. I'm telling y'all now. I said Mizzou would take two or three from Rhode Island. They took two or three. Rhode Island took one. So, yep, spot on there. I told y'all Vandy would sweep Pepperdine, which they did. I told y'all Florida would take two or three from Miami, which they did. Miami took one. Florida took two. Spot on yet again. I told y'all Bama would take two of three from Ball State, which they did. Ball State took one. Bama took two. I said, I said you, I said Illinois Chicago would win one game versus A&M, which they did. So A&M took two of three. Then I also said LSU would sweep. Who did the LSU play? LSU played Bryant. Yep, they swept. I said Auburn would take two or three from UCF, which they did. I said the Arkansas would take two or three from USC, which they also did. Then I said Ole Miss would take two or three from Tulane, which that also happened perfectly. And then I said the Dogs would sweep, which they only took two or three. But you had to think that we should have swept because if I was there at that game on Friday, we definitely would have. We definitely would have. So I called 11 of the 14 series, 11 of the 14 SEC series perfectly. Perfectly. I called 11 of the 14 perfectly. Only 13 of the 14 series winners, right? You got to love that. You have to love that. All right. Let's move on to what's going to happen this weekend. South Carolina plays Clemson. They host Clemson. I got Clemson taking two of three there. I like the Tigers to take two of three. Kentucky's playing Kansas. I like Kentucky to take two of three there. Tennessee plays UL Monroe, North Florida, and Western Kentucky this weekend. I'm going to say they're going to win two of those. I'm not sure which one they'll lose, but I think they get their first loss this weekend. We got Georgia at Georgia Southern. Georgia sweeping again. Georgia's they're going up. Y'all, y'all have to start figuring out that I'm right on this. Georgia's going to Omaha. Then we got Missouri. They're playing Central Arkansas, San Diego State, and Kansas State. I'm going to say they're going to take... I'll say they're going to take two or three. They're going to take two or three. They'll win two of those. They'll beat Central Arkansas. They'll lose either San Diego State or K-State. Not, not sure which. Vandy's got Dayton this weekend. They'll sweep that. Flores got Winthrop. They'll sweep that. Bama's playing at South Alabama. Ooh. This is interesting. I'm going South Alabama two or three here. I'm going to say South Alabama takes two or three. Then we got, ooh, great, hey, great weekend here. A&M plays Baylor, TCU, and Houston this weekend. Ooh, this is tough. I'll take A&M 2-3. I think they'll beat Baylor and Houston. They're going to lose to TCU. So give me A&M 2-3. Oh, this is a cool series here. LSU at Texas. Two two big dicks here. Two helicopter dicks going at it. I'll give I'll give LSU a 2-3 advantage. I think LSU will drop a game there, but they'll win the series. Auburn hosts Cincinnati. I'll go Auburn 2-3 or three yet again. I think Cincinnati might sneak one. The Hogs host the mighty, 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 mighty ponies 
of Stony Brook. I'll give a hog sweep. Give me a hog sweep. Ole Miss, T-Sun, hosting Long Beach State. I, I think Long Beach State gets one. I'm not sure which. I don't think Long Beach State's that good. But I think they sneak a win. So I'll give Ole Miss two or three there. Then we got the dogs this weekend. Huge weekend for the dogs. They they travel to Frisco, Texas, where they're playing Sam Houston State on Friday. Texas Tech on Saturday. Nebraska on Sunday. Look, dogs sweeping it. I know Texas Tech is really good. I know a lot of people are probably thinking, do we save Ethan Small for Saturday in this situation? I'm telling you, no. We stick with our regular rotation. Ethan Small on Friday versus Sam Houston. JT on Saturday versus Tech. And then King James on Sunday versus Nebraska. And I'm saying the dog sweep. And I'm saying the dog sweep. All right. My final closure of the day. I have y'all the one question. The one question no babe has ever been able to answer and this is the question they they won't ever answer let me tell y'all right now i ask every babe why do babes love to text with all their capitalization turned off i know y'all know what i'm talking about i know exactly y'all know what i'm talking about and listen no babe has ever been able to answer that to me no babe has ever been able to do that they're just like, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I just do it. I mean, do they do it because other girls do it? Look, babes, it do, it's not, it, it doesn't look great. I don't know why y'all do that. Okay, one babe actually told me, listen to that. I've asked a lot of babes this. One babe told me that it looks neat. That they actually think it looks neat. <laughs> what? You... Babe, that does not look neat. It looks kind of freaking crazy. It looks kind of idiotic. It looks kind of insane. But hey, once again, babes are insane, so maybe it makes sense. But <laughs> babes, why do y'all text with y'all's capitalization turned off? No joke. I looked at an Instagram post the other day. Some babe Instagram like a picture of an apple or something. You know how babes are. They take a picture of a random object, get a bazillion likes with 5,000 comments for some reason. And I looked at all the comments, and like half of the girls that commented on it, all their capitalization was all. I'm just sitting there like, oh my gosh, why do y'all all do that? It's so dumb. But hey, Baze, please tell me why y'all do this. It's the biggest mystery known to man. Why do babes? Love to text with their capitalization turned off. Why do they do that? Who knows? But hey, thank y'all for listening to Son of a Pitch. I appreciate y'all listening. I love y'all. And I'll see y'all next week, fools.